You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I dropped an amazing episode with Dom Grimao of The Last Felony, Ion Dissonance, and Cryptopsy. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! I'm drinking warm beer. Cool. Warm I'm, drink, I'm drinking rosé. Oh my god. <laughs> Rose gold. All right. I'm drinking rosé and I'm holding a pink plastic spoon in my hand for some reason right now. What is your story? Yeah, there's something. <laughs> Right on target. No, oh, I got it back. See, we do two in a row, and we've got it all just back. back. Just back, just back, just, and, just uh, back. Andrew, I'm drinking warm beer right now. That's neat. I I'm, I'm drinking rosé wine right now. <laughs> Is it Lancers? Remember Lancers that came in the weird <laughs> bottle that your parents would drink? I don't know. My parents were never wine drinkers. Like, I had to acquire the taste for wine in my mid-20s because my parents, like... Yeah, you I, did. It, yeah, my, my father drank a lot of beer, but that was about it. <laughs> I've never seen you just like slug down a Budweiser. I think ever. No, no, that's not that's not in my lane. <laughs> what is in your lane, man? Give me three things that are totally in your lane. Three things totally in my lane. Yeah, let's have um, a lane. Let's have a lane check. We got to do this shit. every week. God damn it! All right, lane. I'm really on the spot here. It's you're always on the spot for the last 125 episodes. You. Really beautifully made bent Women. plywood furniture is totally in my lane. Okay. Um, I just it? turned around. I, I looked at my Eames lounger. I'm like, yeah, that shit's in my <laughs> yeah. lane. It's my lane. That's it. Um, Voice-operated personal assistants are in my lane. Totally. Alexa, what's the, the Yankees score right now? Fuck. Fuck. Oh. Oh, well, well, look at that. All right. You have Billy um, Joel's daughter waiting on your on your hand and foot. Then? Yeah, it's, it's I have the weirdest life. It is fucking oh wild God, in here. Alexa Joel. What, um, up to lately, what the fuck you? is in my what? I don't know what what else is in my lane. See, this shouldn't be. A you know hard what? Fucking thing. Sa- saunas are in my lane. Like the hottest right. sauna you can get at me with is my lane. That's did where I'm at. A, did you do a Nuru? I didn't. No, I didn't do a new rule. I ask, did do the sauna today. Though. Did you ask Gabri if she would do a new rule? No, no, I have not. They have In fact, I haven't said new rule since <laughs> last time we did this show. I don't think you even said new rule then. Probably I not. Back and you're just like, yep. Uh huh. <laughs> cool. <laughs> oh, good. And I was like, yeah. And then Nagasaki. Remember that? Remember last episode? Now if you haven't listened so long to the ago. last episode, and you have like ten of our, ep- I know there's some of you people out there who have like ten of our episodes unlistened to. That's so sad. That is really fucked up. You should really honor your favorite podcasts by fucking listening to them and not being lame. Yeah, using the traditional podcast application. That's it. Just the, yeah, regular Trad Pro f- plus 15. Don't use anything else because you're going to end up in a world of hurt <laughs> or something. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. Yeah. I um, 
I had a good day today. I've been drinking, uh, I'm actually drinking warm IPA because I read online that IPA is best served warm. That was traditionally how it was done. Yeah. So, but it's good because now I can buy a, a thing of like Sierra Nevada Torpedo and just leave it in my room forever. Was it because it takes so long to get the ale back to England from India that it was just like there was no point in cooling it? It was, yeah, it's it was just world. meant to be warm because that was the state it was in? I'm in like an old world state of mind lately. What's in your lane? I, let's, let's, let's get back to this. Damn, I really was hoping you wouldn't yeah, I answer. Know, I know. Um, well, you're in the old world state of mind. So I, I am in an old world know. state of mind. Uh, fake wood plant paneling. Yeah, it's in your lane. Definitely in my lane. Licking... Uh, Licking a clit. Mm-hmm. Really good. Like, for an extended period of time. <laughs> Way too long. Not even too, just until the magic happens. To the point where, like, you're you're doing it and you hear that, that the click of the iPhone being closed. You check Instagram? I hear the intro to the Conan O'Brien show. Why does she be just watching it on her phone? So not into what I'm doing. It's usually the way it goes. That's, that's your line. Yeah, I'm, I'm not quite a coxman. I'm not quite the coxman I believe I am. Like, if I filmed or, like, looked in a mirror while I was doing it, I would be very disturbed. <laughs> like, I would just be like, wow, I'm way too big. Because Young Boxes... Your proportions are, very... are all off. Yeah, it's true. I was explaining to my cousin this past week that I am, like, slightly out of scale as a human. Like, I'm a little bigger than everybody else. And it fucks with my head. Like, my head is big. I can't quite make sense of it. I can't. My head is big. My shoulders are big. Like, I'm just, like... You know, you go like model trains that are all HO, and then you I have like another. What like a, what's that? What is HO? HO is like a a standard scale of model trains. Wow. Okay, I'm learning. <laughs> and then you have bring in like another, like it'll fit the rail, but it's a little bit bigger, and nobody knows what to do with it. That's basically how I am when I'm like dating. People are like, "Oh, this guy is much." Overall, larger than he appears online. I feel like that's a thing for some people, though, isn't it? Yeah, well, Young Bucks is uh, is all about it. But I fear that if we ever filmed each other in that way of porno, that um, I would look very big because she's very she's very slight. She's like uh, five foot nothing, a hundred weighs like a hundred and nothing. A gust of wind could blow her over. Damn, I've tried. I like wave a potholder. I was say you've tried. Falls. You've just tried to shove her over before. Is that what you're telling me? You I've just been walk slowly, up and shove her. Sometimes that's wild. I've been slow her, slowly shaming her into starvation, and um, when I wave a potholder at her, she falls over. It's very weird. Hmm. Oh, my third lane. Um, <laughs> I like um, looking around my room here. Well, I used to like VHS, but that's old hat. Um, you know, I like cassette tapes. All right, I feel that, feel that. Such a lame lane, I'm such a lame, I actually know what, correction, I like lamps. Old lamps, I have an Eames lamps. lamp on my desk, very nice. All right, all right. I have some kind of other lamp contraption. So, Charles and Ray Eames are pretty much in our lane, in other words. That's it, Charles and Ray Eames, forget it. Although, didn't they have a weird thing where Charles and Ray Eames were lived like a loveless marriage based around furniture? Really? And money? Know. That's pretty wild. Yeah. Have they found the Gilgo Bay Killer yet? No. I you know I spent some time after the last episode <laughs> so uh, reading I. up on it, getting uh, get some updates. But the nothing one the, yet. But the one of the family, of one of the victims was wrecked 
with other murder. Her sister of one of the victims killed her own mother. Jesus, damn. Yeah, so I think that that's the Gilbo Bay killer, and they killed her sister to throw them off the, the trail. You think it was the sister did it? Yeah. Wow, fuck. Because right. she killed her own mother. And was like about it. I mean, I'm not gonna, I won't discount that. That seems reasonable. Sure, that's like that Unsolved Mysteries. That seems like a good SVU episode. Remember Unsolved Mysteries? Love Unsolved Mysteries. What a shame it'll be. When we, like, we're in our 50s, right? And we're like, yeah, I'm going to mysteries. <laughs> and no one knows what we're talking about. Not a thing. You can play the theme song. No one knows. No one gets immediately, like, tight when you play the theme song like they do to people in our age bracket. It was, like, the scariest thing at night. And I know that that was the time to get ready. Because my parents had this thing where they're <laughs> like. Like lock and load. Yeah. Well, my my parents <laughs> had this thing about, like, first of all, in the, at night they'd say, it's 8 o'clock. It's time to get ready. To go to bed, which means you had another hour, but it's time to get ready, like mentally, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, why, where does that come from? <laughs> it's the same thing where my mother... It's time to prepare yourself for the eventuality that you must go to bed. I, yeah, I mean, thanks for the heads up, but I mean, by the time I'm like 12, I kind of know what the deal is. Like when Mike Hammer comes on at 9, because my parents were like big CBS fans. So when Mike Hammer comes on starring Cece Keach... I knew, time to go to bed. And it's funny, because after I went to bed, I'd hear them argue. Like, they'd leave it all pent up until I go to bed. (laughs) And just keep you awake all night with the arguing. Yeah, and then keep me awake all night, so then I'm up and fucking 30-somethings coming on with fucking Ed Begley Jr. And I'm like, shit. And I turn my TV on, and they're so engrossed in battle that they don't even notice that I'm up watching TV past 11, watching Johnny Carson Think about how different your life would be if they just got along while you were asleep. You know, they didn't you always do to it. Stay up and watch fucking Johnny Carson every night. I've, I don't know what the deal was. I don't know why. I should. I should ask them why they would fight like cats and dogs over something. I don't, even back then, I knew it was silly. It's just like couples, just like bickering, you know. But they would Damn. wait. Just wait. Just fucking let it build all day. Like, and the best oh, part, <laughs> woman, I swear to God, tonight when this kid goes down, I am gonna fucking <laughs> gonna you throw are, you around the kitchen like you wouldn't believe. I'm gonna throw you down hard on the floor, push you down for final contact. Wow, we just we uh, just outed your father as a wife beater <laughs> on our podcast. <laughs> that is not what just happened. Hold there. on, my father is my main man. He's <laughs> not, never laid a hand on me or my mother. And I'm just kidding. That's so. Cool. Before you fucking call the. Sheriff Patrol, before you call Sheriff Apple. Dude. Just letting you know. Before you call Charles Bronson. You know what? We haven't done a Bronson trailer in a while. No, I fucked that up last time. I, uh, you know, I, I kind of got off that train when I started to play the entire <laughs> Bronson movie from the beginning. <laughs> hey, that was my fault. Um, would you like to hear one? I would. All right. Oh, wow. <laughs> Holy shit. Look what happened. Charles Bronson in Dreams, a Golan Globus production. Just kidding, buddy. But you have to remember that that is one, the only thing we've ever differed on on this podcast. That is true. Is that I love Sammy Hagar, and you couldn't give a shit less. Uh, I wish Sammy Hagar died in 9-11. Hey, 9-11 in four days. Yeah, Very timely, very poignant. Does the city feel weird? No. You know, it, it's weird because the city should feel weird and doesn't. 
every year, this time of year. Like, yeah. everyone should be getting all, like, wounds, and nobody is. It's, uh, yeah. It's an important anniversary in our, our countries. The, the day that changed the country forever. I haven't checked to see if the lights are up yet. Maybe tonight's the night. <laughs> it's the night that the Gilgo Beach Killer directs fucking Muhammad Atta Jr. to drive a plane into the lights. <laughs> Not quite as effective as driving a plane into the giant building right there. It's a statement, though. Yeah, it's like, well, you know, it's small, and it's a, you know, because it's like, they don't have as much much uh, plug as they used to, money-wise, so they fly like a like a one-engine plane. Yeah, it's like a, it's a Spirit Airlines. <laughs> Nobody noticed it was gone for hours. It like, it's a Cape Air. It like, <laughs> it's like, oh, and it like lands, like they're sure, oh, I'm gonna fucking crash it, and then it like lands perfectly on the street. And he's like, God damn it. God, totally fucked this up. And he's in like Pilots Magazine, like, oh, heroic. Nightmares reminding us of what could have been. And like Sully Sullenberger's there, like, oh, good job. You saved these people. And he's like, fuck, if you only knew the truth. That Interesting a. thing about Sully. Because that movie's <laughs> out right now. Everyone's remembering Sully. How timely. Wow, How only timely. six years later. All right. Everyone knows what this dude did. All right, dude's flying a plane. Just in case you were on Mars, you were on the Mars mission. Um, dude's flying a plane. And I think a bunch of geese flying in the engine. He loses mm. altitude. He's fucked. He like they do a water landing in the Hudson, effectively coming out of LaGuardia. Uh, and everyone's fine. And he, he saves everyone on board by like having the the quick wits to be like, "Oh fuck, we're going down. Let's go into emergency like pilot shit." And, <laughs> take you know, our, he, let's take emergency. Yeah, and so we're going to take emergency. <laughs> That's why there was such an shit. orange film around the plane, because they were carrying Everybody a gross of emergency. emergency. It was a bunch of teachers. Um, <laughs> so, okay, so, and, and due to the wits about him, and that was it. What nobody ever mentions, and I find this fascinating, is that Sully was like a pilot for a minute, you know, like reasonably decorated, never did much, you know, wife remarkable. Beater. was just like, you know, just just a standard wife-beating pilot. Um, <laughs> no, I meant war wife-beater. Wow, you have a one-track mind, dude. Yeah, no, I'm just beating up women on my mind tonight. Jesus. Um, but uh, he, no one talks about the fact that this dude effectively, like, he ran a school for pilots who are in crash situations. <laughs> like, no one ever talks about the fact that this was the most prepared person on planet Earth for the fact that this happened. Like, it's unbelievable. It's like if, it's like... like, too coincidental. It's like if somebody got knocked out in a market. Like, like somebody knocked out a terrorist, and everyone's like, oh, I can't believe he did it. But it was Rocky. And it was like, yeah, of course Rocky knocked out the terrorist. He's fucking Rocky, you know? Right. Uh, yeah, so this dude was the... The man for the job <laughs> in every way. You know, it, it was not like blind luck. He trained for this every single day of his life. I found that pretty interesting. It's funny enough you mentioned Rocky in the supermarket because one of the more gripping scenes in the movie Cobra was when he comes into the supermarket and kills the man. Yeah. Now let's pretend that everyone's like, oh my God, this random person out of nowhere just took it upon himself. To, ringer, he, he made a gun out of parts he found on the floor and he shot the guy. No, it was Cobra, stupid. It was yeah, Cobra. That's what he does. Cobra of the sky. He didn't Marian even break Capretti. a sweat. He didn't even break a sweat. He probably lit a cigarette. He's like, whoa. I've been waiting my whole <laughs> Dude, life. He's probably so excited to do it. Like, yes, finally. Finally, did, yes. Did you ever look at people and wonder what they're like in bed? Um, No, not really. Right? Never? Never? Really? Like, never? No, not really. Like, obviously, sometimes. But I'm like, talking that about, like, your really... boss or, like, random people. Oh, like, yeah. That's oh. that. That's just depressing, though. But even when, like, I think Sully... 
Like if he's prepared, he's like he could totally work that angle. He was a hero. I mean, even heroes get laid a lot, even if they're old men. I bet Audie Murphy from World War Two, gold uh, gold medal winner. <laughs> Gold. <laughs> the, gold the gold medal in World War II. Oh it's wild. God. He killed the most men. He won. He won the skeet shooting contest. No, he won the Congressional Medal of Honor. And I don't think it's that much different now than it was back then. Where if you're like the man, for even for a moment, you'll probably get a, get some pull. You know. So I bet Sully had a lot of love offers. Probably, I'd imagine. Do you think he turned them down, or do you think he went for it? I think he's, uh, he's he's got a wife that stands by his side. I think he probably turned them down. I don't think that's true. Except for that one night. Ooh. <laughs> that one night where he mm. went out to he went out to the elbow room just to kick back <laughs> and uh, and relax. And a little bit. Wow, weird. he just he spoke of the egg and <laughs> he went to outside. He's like, you know what? I've had a hard life, and uh, now I can't handle all this fame. I need to go out to to where the the real people mill. Then you went to the elbow room, which is a poor choice. Yeah, it was where my vice principal of my middle school would just go drink every <laughs> single night. Like it, it's it must have been legendary in that I'm talking about a vice principal from my middle school, and I knew where he drank. Like fuck, wow. you know? Yeah, we used to have a science teacher, Mr. Clancy, who would drink at the ground round at the mall. Oh, Mr. Clancy, damn! And when he retired, that's all he'd do. That's, and just, it, we used that's to, what you're supposed to do with that. As point. mall rats, we go by and be like, "What's up, Mr. Clancy?" How many, Mr. Clancy? And he just looks so miserable, staring oh, forward and drinking. God. Awful. The last thing he needs is some kid in a Taiketo shirt to be like, hey, you're fucking drunk. You fucking drank your way out of your pension. <laughs> you know what, though? If you're not getting more interesting as you get older, fuck you. You should be mocked at the mall by teenagers. Do you think that's why Sully purposely crashed that plane into the river? Of course. He wanted to be more interesting. Probably worked really well for him. Probably woke up at some awful fucking queen's motel with a capital m and was like i don't feel interesting oh yeah lincoln motor in (laughs) the lincoln motor in he's there's a working girl standing next to him and while he didn't partake he heard all night he was like head laying there looking at the ceiling holy god that was it yeah because you're you know when you're about to get off you speed up you know you know that's not her <laughs> that's not her knocking that's the headboard ah I see I see sometimes there's a sensual guy will come over that would be like, funny if it was her knocking though just standing at the door just rhythmically <laughs> knocking Sally I know you're in there Sally oh god oh god windows don't open he can't Hello? climb out forget it oh I'm very tired I need to fly tomorrow and I have a bad feeling about the flight what can I do for you woman oh well I, I know you're Sally and I just think maybe we could have a party. He's drunk. She's like all tore up and whatever. He's like, no, I have an obligation to my twelve passengers. I mean, let's not let's not act like he saved the fucking Hindenburg. <laughs> I don't know how many people were on that plane. I wonder. I gotta go see this stupid movie now. Do it. It'd be great. Oh, God, this looks so fucking bad. <laughs> Movies look so bad. Sully, movies are meant to be bad. I think. It's really, it's dark. Would you like to hear a Charles Bronson movie trailer for real? Yes. Here you go, pal. <laughs> this is so awesome, already. Jeez. 
this a Western? Yeah. Oh my god, there's men running away with a woman. Great soundtrack. Really good. Oh, Charles Bronson is like. He's like an. He's like. One after one. You can't fight what you can't see. Just letting you know he's out there. Jack Palance. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, just threw a snake at some guy. That's great. Two minutes left. This is very bad. I can't what play the rest. What movie was that? <laughs> Just called uh, Cha- uh, Ch- Chato's Land. Oh, you know, I've always meant to watch Chato's Land. I never watched it. All right. He, it's Charles Bronson. It's good because it's like he's wordless. He has no lines. But he threw a snake at a guy. He, inter- he intervened uh, when there was a time of rape. I gleaned all of this from just watching the trailer. He, uh, there is. I mean, he doesn't have no lines, but there's that uh, that Morricone <laughs> movie that uh, he just plays harmonica the whole time. Like that's instead of him speaking, he just plays harmonica. But it's it's like bad synth harmonica. It's it's not. It's <laughs> it's awesome. There's a great point where he, I like I don't know what you call it where you just go really quickly and blow from one end to the other of the harmonica. It's almost like dragging your finger <laughs> across <laughs> the keys of a keyboard. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it's a really long movie. It's very long. <laughs> very, very long. Well, I mean, you know. Um, <clears throat> so. Jason Robards. Henry Fonda. See, those are all the all the all famous fa- old faces. Claudia Cardinale. Claudia Schiffer. Claudia Schiffer. <laughs> Jack Black. Oh, perfect. Great movie. Some of my f- most favorite actors ever. Super good. So, uh, yeah, so um, are you playing fantasy football at all this year, Andrew? I am not. I'm out of fantasy football. It's not happening. Uh. I'm checking out. I'm focusing all my psychic energy on just having the actual football team I like win. Well, like, who's that? Uh, I I root for the Giants. <laughs> what, 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 are you, what are you trying to set up here? I don't understand. I'm like, not what, trying to set up shit. I just what is want this you, thing you're doing right I'm now? one of the, I know, I feel emotionally neglected by you, and I need you to tell me how you really feel about things. Oh, this is awful. <laughs> God, this is the worst episode ever. No, it's not. I'm just, I'm just giving you some stock shit to talk about, because I just want to hear your, I just want to hear your voice because I miss you. Oh, I don't like this at all. <laughs> I know. That's why Not I'm... even a little bit. Did I tell you that Young Box and I went to a sex shop? No. Well, maybe. Uh, recently? Yeah. Okay. Then no. Mm. We went. We we purchased a, a marital aid, as they used to call them. Excellent. A, v- a vibrador to use on her, not me. 
But we spent an extra long time there, and it was the best dynamic in the world because it was close to closing time. And there was a young woman working there, which can't be a good job. Yeah, oh my God. And like alone? Just, yeah. Somebody was like, oh, this is a good idea. You can hang out here alone. <laughs> hang out here alone, work the night shift, work until midnight in a place in Troy. And you clearly walked here because there's no cars in the parking lot. We were the only ones there. But occasionally a very disappointed gay guy, or I'm assuming, would duck his head in. Not even come in physically, just duck his head in, look around, and leave. Oh, is this a jerk booth spot? This is the jerk booth spot. Uh-huh. Amazing.net in Troy, New York. And it was kind of awesome. It was a real breakthrough moment in our relationship, I do believe. Glad <laughs> you guys are still breaking barriers. It's, we really, uh, you know, what's the thing with love? you got to keep it fresh. You've got you got to keep it standing up. Take that for what, what you know. I, I will indeed. Yeah. Um, I forgot to, I was going to send you a photo. I had uh, every intention earlier today of putting Rudolf Hess on my uh, <laughs> on my iPhone lock screen, and then the actual like iPhone event started. So I got distracted by watching that, and mm. then uh, and then you know life just happens. Are you going to partake in the new uh, iPhone? The new iPhone. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I do that every year. I just, I, I, it just gets sent to me. I don't have to do anything. I it's, am an uh, iPhone five loyalist. I think. I mean, it's such a odd thing i don't know <laughs> like eventually that's just not going to work anymore so it's weird to be loyal to something it's like what? being loyal to like jainism eugenics it's being loyal to you oh i listen i think eugenics is I, going i think eugenics has a very bad rap and eventually will come back around and uh be be more welcomed i mean if you think i mean if you think about it right if you strip away the nazi stuff because they took it way too far but if there are people in this world who should not have kids, and there are very genetically perfect people who should, and we fill the world with perfect-looking people so that the world looks awesome. Anywhere, everywhere you look, Claudia Schiffer, David Copperfield, Charles Bronson. Charles Bronson. Everywhere. Andrew. It's just, it's just Bronson, Missouri. It's, it's Branson, Missouri, and Yakov Smirnov has a show there, still. Jesus. Who's great. Um, now, that's somebody you should look up. That's somebody we talk about who nobody knows about. Definitely, definitely look him up. Like we say Balky, we talk about Balky sometimes. Yakov Smirnov is great because his one joke was, what a country. Because he loved America. And he's like, you know, if I was like, hey, Andrew, you know, in Russia, beer drinks you. Hold on. So you're telling me this dude is still out there doing that joke? Like yes. somewhere somebody's paying for this? Yes. Let me pull up, if you will, I'll pull up the, a, a concert from this year. Holy fuck. This dude I'm is still kidding. touring. Are you kidding me? Well, I mean, <laughs> Lancaster, kidding. Pennsylvania, Oklahoma City, Skokie. I mean, he's hitting the spots where this, uh, this shit is, um, still works. But Jesus. Do you think that he um, played Hershey, Pennsylvania? I would imagine probably. Do you remember him, uh, his bit part in the Money Pit? <laughs> no, I. Oh wait, no, I don't remember. Tell Very me. briefly, he he plays it straight. He doesn't do his fucking what a country shit. It's really weird. 
<laughs> why does why bother? Some bad fucking movies. Don't Jesus. mind us. We're frantically googling Yakov Smirnov, and we're discovering more and more. This is something that we also used to do: is frantically Google pop figures. So join us by googling him right now, Yakov Smirnov. I, I would say, yeah, fucking uh, maybe go and check. Man, this dude's got a Boston date. Really? What's up, Boston? You Things go? that bad there right now? You um, no, I I really don't want to go to this. Okay, <clears throat> I have I a really Yakov. Really don't. So if this will totally make up your mind for you, I'm gonna read. I found a Yakov Smirnoff joke that somebody wrote in their blog online. <laughs> So they just wrote it, and they're like, oh, the funniest joke I ever read. Ready? <clears throat> and he's talked in this Russian accent, which is supposed to be funny or whatever. I like American women. <laughs> they do things. I see. You can't fucking. I can either do. I can't. I like American women. They do things sexually. Russian girl never dream of doing. Apparently, it's fucking Nelson Mandela now. Imagine being the woman that fuck. Never mind. Whatever. Yeah. Go. Oh, go. <laughs> we'll knock on that door later. Yeah. First of all, Yakov. I mean, come on. I like American women. Okay. This is as read by Nelson Mandela. This is a very important cultural piece. They do things sexually. Russian girl never dream of doing, like showering. <laughs> waka, That's actually waka, a great waka. joke. That's a great joke. In Russia, we only had two TV channels. Channel one was propaganda. Channel 2 consisted of a KGB officer telling you to turn back at once to Channel 1. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Wait, here's some more. Here's some more. Before you spend your hard-earned money on Yakov Smirnoff, get this. Falling in love is a chemical reaction, but it wears off in a year. Hmm. True, right? <sighs> How many Boy. people are in relationships for four years and the love only lasts for a year? Oh, yeah, like nine months, and that's it. Oh, just nine months? That's I something think... else, man. I think many people are in that situation. Many of you listening may be in that situation. Super in that situation where it's too much of a drag to break up because of a myriad of of things. You you are commingled financially, friends wise. Like, oh, we have too many. I've actually heard people say we can never break up because we have too many mutual friends. Yeah, that's a good reason. It's a great reason to stay together. Because I your friend, and then my friends will take sides, and I won't have a social life. Mm. <laughs> but this is the same dude who texts you night and fucking day asking you where you are. So you don't really have a fucking social life. That's the thing. I think many of you listening have this happen, and many of you don't know it yet, which no. is a lot of fun. I feel like as you're sitting here listening to this podcast on headphones across the room from your S.O., <laughs> and you're thinking everything's good. Oh, yeah. and meanwhile, and yeah, she is not feeling it. She's like, nope, 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 nope. Like looking for an escape hatch anywhere. Nope. Kay- Kayla, or uh, what's another young name? Kayla. Kayla. Kayla is uh, only Kayla. Kayla is is uh, humoring you. You're being humored, musically, sex-wise, everything. She talks, she's on a group chat with her friends. It's lights out. Forget it. Oh, I'm just really bummed. He, you know, it just never tells me where he is. Whatever. It's a rough life, bro. It is a rough life, man. I, don't, I, I don't think you should you. break up with her and break that lease and then go and uh, 
try to be a successful stand-up. I think that's a great idea. You should do that. You should start right now. According to Yakov Smirnov, balance is so important in our lives. In our busy world, we can give ourselves balance between thinking and feeling. That was a... What? Yeah. Oh, boy. That sound <laughs> that you just heard in the background... The <laughs> dying bird. Was me, <laughs> the dying bird was me opening the drawer to get... The gun. Um, a set a stack of checks out because talking about breaking a lease in my mind, I went, oh, fuck, I still have not paid fucking rent for September yet. <laughs> I really have to do that. All I have to do is write four things on this piece of paper and walk down two flights of stairs and put it in the mailbox. That's all I've had to do since the 1st of <laughs> September, and yet here I am, still, now seven days in, still unable to uh, to, to just pay rent like a, like a grown adult. Are you going to wait until 9-11? That's what I really yeah, want. Should. We just, we're having a really hard time because of 9-11. <laughs> I'm sure you understand. I hate my life. I I, why is that funny? Did you lose people in 9-11? Well, we all lost people uh, in Yeah, well, I mean, we, in, a, in a way, sure. I mean, in a sense. In, I mean, In a yeah. sense of feeling, along the way, we all lost someone. Didn't you? I mean... I mean... I, all I'm saying, <laughs> all I'm saying, is that I think everyone lost someone that day, even if, you know, you didn't know someone who worked at a financial company. Or, like, Windows in the World. Remember Windows in the World? You ever been no, there? What did was you that? ever go? Did you ever go to uh, the restaurant on top of um, World Trade Center? No, I actually never went up there at all. Oddly enough, my uncle... I uh, was head of fire and security for uh, Merrill Lynch on that day. Uh, he doesn't like to talk about it. Uh, yes, yeah, I bet he doesn't. Because he's the prototypical, atypical Staten Island. Hey, uh, so, uh, you know, you got to put on your shoes one uh, one foot at a time if you're going to get anywhere in this world. You got to, you know, you're your own man. You got to go, go to the office every day. You're a smart so man. So is this the archetype for Staten Island guy? This is the archetype for Staten Island guy. Wow, damn. Everyone's learning something Hey, Pep Boys, three tires and you get the, the fourth one free. I mean, tell me when, wake me up when there's a better deal than that. <laughs> but he was the head of fire and security for Merrill Lynch that day. And he helped everybody leave. And all everybody else perished and he saved everybody in the on that floor. According to him. According to him. According to him. <laughs> I mean, I didn't. It was Google, him I didn't and that look. guy from the league fucking helped everyone out of the building really quick. Yeah, it was that guy who rode the the transit officer who rode the building down, and then it turned out to be a lie. <laughs> Let's talk about all the weird fucking ephemera <laughs> associated with nine eleven, like the nine twelve. Where there's like, yeah, like one guy in the New York Post was like, yeah, I rode the building all the way down. I made it to the roof. And I wrote it down like a, like a skier. There was the urban legend that there was somebody who was trapped on the top floor, and they got out, and they didn't even realize the building had fell. They just like got out and were like, "Oh, I'm on the street now," which is like a total fucking lie. Like, not at all a thing. Or there's the woman who said that she was rescued by a man with a red bandana, and she made her whole career public speaking, talking about being, um, like saved. And then it turned out that didn't happen, and she was exposed. 
after collecting. Where was she? Was she was on the like Upper East Side? Yeah, she wasn't even there. I don't think she, I don't think she even nice. lived in New York. I think she was in Spain at the time. So good. But someone, a documentarian, found her waiting for the bus in the financial district and was like branded her as a liar, and she like shooed the camera away. Oh man, I didn't hear anything about this. It's so good. I was too busy reading the story about Mothman being there, Mothman sighting on 9-11. You should fucking YouTube that. There's footage of Mothman, um, which, of course, got telephoned. I read, I read one account where, <laughs> where somebody said this. <laughs> somebody claims they saw Mothman in the elevator. <laughs> that might have been my uncle. It could have been. It's possible. It was uh, your uncle, the guy from the League, and Mothman all just fucking ushering the, people. Like, Come on, go, go, and the guy go, who, go. The guy who rode the building down. And the, the <laughs> building rider. <laughs> yeah, I rode the building. Oh, I'm still, I'm still, I can't, I don't know if I can get through this without crying. But I fucking rode the building down. And then it turns out, he's on talk shows and everything. It turns out he's totally full of shit. God and his damn it, I gotta go back and read this. Well, the woman who lied about 9-11... Her name is Alicia Esteve Head. Cool name. A Spanish woman who claimed to be a survivor of the attacks on uh, the World Trade Center under the name Tania Head. (laughs) 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 It was revealed her story was a hoax. Head was not in New York. She was actually attending classes in Barcelona, Spain. Womp womp. Now, um... Head rose the mini-celebrity status with her vivid description of crawling through smoke and flames on the 78th floor of the South Tower when United Airlines Flight 175 hit. If true, this would have made her one of only 19 people at or above the point of impact to have survived. She claimed that her fiancé, Dave, was killed in the North Tower. Dave Head. Dave Head. <laughs> hey, Dave, uh, uh, I thought you for your last name. I just to make sure... Uh, my wife's a Can I help you with something? My wife is Tanya Head, and I love her. <laughs> <laughs> and if you say one more word about my last name, I'm going to explode. Little did he know later that year there would be an explosion. He different. would. You know what's funny to think about? As long as we're being hella morbid with this. <laughs> well, we're talking about a hoax, so not really. A few people, a, a handful of people were hit by a plane that day. Like, physically, were hit by a plane. If you think about it. Like, like being run over by a car. We're just, like, looked up. I'm like, oh, well, what the fuck? And then that was it. We're just kind of hit by a plane. It's kind of wild. You think about how tedious and awful office work is, especially when you're there at 9 in the morning. It's the darkest part of the whole fucking thing to and think you're about. you're like, I've been coming to the same office. And, like, people who wear that shit like a badge of honor. I've been coming to this. I've had the same desk for 30 years. All the Kathy cartoons and shit. Like, mm-hmm. Garfield mug. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and she's like, she's got like the thing of mints, and she's got like, you know, she's like diabetic now, so she's got like the candies going and shit, and she's got the little feet warmers and the personal heater, and the, the screw, the, she has the fucking computer screen decorated with all kinds of oh, she's shit. She's moved in. She's like moved the fuck in. Oh, yeah. Like it has like a weird funk because she's been there for so long, and it's the same chair. So she's got, that's probably like a legacy, like it's family of farts. On that seat. Because she's been eating at Windows in the World every day, which, you know, if Yelp existed back then, probably would have gotten like a three, you know. And then she looks up and she's dead. And I was just have a chance to glance up and be like, what is that? Well, and that's it. That's a plane. But she probably would have said something typically office. Like, oh, is that a plane? 
Like, no, it's a fucking big bird. What do we think it is? Like, the right up to the end. Boring office bullshit banter right up to the fucking bitter end for old fucking Clara Head, mother of Tanya. Mother-in-law of Dave Head. Dave Head. (laughs) Dave Head would be a great... If I lived in, like, the East Bay, that would be my punk name. If you ever witness a crime, you're going to go into uh, WPP. You should be Dave Head. (laughs) Dave Head. Dave Head from Flagstaff, Arizona. That's my tax exile name. Uh, I'm Dave Head. (laughs) I'm just going to lay poolside in Costa Rica with my smuggled millions forever. Um... As long as we're uh, we're talking about this, and as long as we're having our uh, our nine eleven memorial episode, hmm. um, I guess I guess this is it. Because yeah. yeah, this is it. This is the nine eleven <laughs> memorial episode. Um, it's very somber. Oh, yeah. uh, people who are listening, especially people who are living in like Tennessee and Ohio and places like that that had no uh, no direct connection whatsoever, I have two asks of you. Hmm. One, I want to know. What your best nine eleven lie is like? What the, <laughs> what the most egregious thing somebody said to you in a seven eleven parking lot about their nine eleven experience, uh, <laughs> or you know, like the the guy they know who yeah, like fucking ran up the ten, you know, all that shit. And then I, my second ask is same category, but the most unnecessary 911 tribute you had in an area that had no uh, no direct uh, no direct impact i'm uh, i'm really excited to hear these please that would be awesome everybody's going to pipe in about 911 yeah you're going to have some pipers i can't wait cuz i have a new office and i haven't tested the waters on the chit chat yet it's been great so far it's been like a lot you had full opportunity to pretend you were deaf <clears throat> you know what you're right whoops I'm super overdressed for this training because somebody who's wore a uh, sweatpants with the word bitch across the ass. Jesus. And I was like. Was it you? <laughs> yes, it was me, actually. I went to uh, <laughs> Five Below, that store, because uh, Rainbow wasn't open. And it's like, that's the store where everything is $5 and below. But if you wash the clothes, they fall apart. So there's a trade-off. Mm, interesting. Right. Yeah, so you have to either wear them forever or wash them and cross your fingers, Just roll the dice. Buy again. Yeah, buy another five. It's like little the little debbies of clothes. There's a place like that near uh, near like the Empire State Building and whatnot. I forget what. It, oh, Conway. I think it's uh, <laughs> yeah. Where you you Owned can by. get a three dollar dress shirt. It's not a problem. But if you ever like yeah, get moisture on it in any capacity, it just melts like it's made of lollipop. Is he? Um, uh, is it owned by TV's Tim Conway? It is owned by it's, it's Dorf goes uh, clothing. It's wild. <laughs> Dorf, Dorf goes Dorf on nine eleven. Retail. <laughs> Dorf goes nine eleven. <laughs> Look, I <clears throat> I have a confession to make. I my name is Hans Head, and uh, I was on the seventy eighth floor. Holy shit! What happened? Well, we all know what happened that day. What transpired that day was a tragedy. However, uh, through the through the smoke and the blood. Uh, came Tim Conway. <laughs> came in his Dorf on Golf outfit, which is not easy to do because he's on his knees. And I said, oh, my God, am I, hallu- am I hallucinating? Cause I've... Are you America's jewel of comedy? Oh, my God, you're, you're important fucking square in America's cultural quilt. 
Are you Tim? Are you Tim Conway or a firefighter? He's like, I'm TV Tim Conway. I just happen to be here on the 78th floor. Bumpus' dogs did not like. Yeah, no, fucking, not feeling that. Not feeling. And he helped us to freedom. Wow. He was whipping, damn. whipping the smoke away with his five iron, and took us to a, a stairwell that he only he knew about because he's famous. Holy shit! It's so amazing. A secret uh, stairwell that was untouched by flames. And we rode the rail down to the first floor where we were saved by New York's bravest <clears throat> and finest. Wow. And Damn. my, unfortunately, my sister, Tanya's, uh, my, my brother-in-law, Tim had, Dave had, Dave had <laughs> died. Dave had. But he rescued Tanya head. And now we're all good. But I can't, you know, I can't look. I sometimes I'm, I'm walking up Broadway and I look over my left shoulder, expecting to see, the buildings, still. And I, uh, I instead see a big building. Which represents, you know, whatever. God damn it! <laughs> we really fucking blew it here. We're the supposed thing to have that a sucks. tribute. I'm sitting here, I was trying to think of the dude on the Carol Burnett show that Tim Conway always used to make him fucking break character. <laughs> I couldn't fucking remember his name in time, and now uh, <laughs> now the sun is set on the Tim Conway segment of our show, and uh, that's just pretty much that. What the fuck is that? I don't know. I, was, I thought that was you. Do you hear it? I only, I heard it for a second. What am I listening to now? I just heard, okay, so I was doing Nick Warkle's fantasy draft. Thankfully that didn't come over the air. But I heard hip-hop music final, <laughs> followed by, brought to you by Snickers, your draft and review. And it gives oh, you an wow. immediate review of your draft. Um, which is fucking looking? super offensive, considering we're right in the middle of our 9-11 tribute. Um, How's the team looking? I can, I can rattle them off for you if you'd like. Please. Actually, I X'd out of it. Jesus. Sorry. I was well, fucking, you know, I haven't thought about Tanya Head in forever, so. <laughs> Error, no draft server. Yahoo rules. Never mind. Oh, We're God, done. forget it. We all we we know you just drafted all fucking Seahawks anyway. I so did. I totally, it's like, all right, cool. <laughs> I totally did. And I drafted two kickers in a row, which prompted Nick to text me. Oh, he loves fucking commenting <clears throat> on people's draft choices. Fuck. Did Fuck you, you Nick. Be quiet. Nick, the fuck? Mike. Oh, what is happening? Um... I'm really having a hard time here. I was on, on a Washington Post article and suddenly it gave me an oh my God. <laughs> I'm going to fucking play it. It really wants to be played. But you'll be glad to see it here. Fidelity, where smarter investors will always be. That was our sponsor. That was our first ad on the show. Wonderful. All right. You know, we could do a lot worse than having Fidelity be an yeah, advertising partner shit. here. It's all right. Okay, so uh, just uh, fidelity.com. Slash OND to get twenty percent off your first investment. Yeah, it's really it's Andrew, cool. I use it. Have you ever had a little bit of extra money, and you're like, "Well, I could go to the mall, I could get new tires for the car, or I could invest it and make a million dollars in ten years." What would you do? Tell me more. That's what I thought. Fidelity Investments are is the number one investment platform for you. A person who doesn't know a lot about investing, I don't know a lot about investing. 
I just throw money at it and watch it grow. <laughs> I just hope that it works. I just hope that it works. So go to fidelity.com slash OND, 20% off your first investment fee, and watch your money grow like you were fucking coming on it. Shit, I fucking <laughs> really stuck that last line. We <laughs> take that one from the top. <sighs> hey, take oh, wow. two. Come all over the belly. Oh, fucking. God <laughs> damn it. Pull out and come all. Oh, God, I'm really fucking fucked up. Okay, um, sorry. <laughs> all right, so, Andrew, have you ever had a little extra money laying around? <laughs> Do you like coming on bit tummies? I like both. I'm going to branch the two together and create Fidelity Investments slash C-U-M-T-U-M. Come tum. <laughs> sorry. Oh, Andrew left. I feel like there's a lawyer drafting a letter somewhere right now. <laughs> you see, we have the listenership to do ads, but we don't. So we uh, just do funny ads instead. Yeah. Funny yep. to, uh, f- and the important part is podcasters, young podcasters, podcasters just starting out. The important part is that we think it's funny. That's it. <sighs> enjoy, <right>. enjoy <laughs> your experience because not everybody can do this. I didn't get a chance to uh, appeal to the audience for any questions because I was too busy with Nick Warkle's fucking fantasy draft. That's all right. I was busy watching. All right. God damn it. We bought a white uh, what, a duvet slave. cover. We bought a white slave. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. What are they doing? Are you sitting on them right now? She's really good at doing dishes. Oh, it's a she. Um, oh, yeah, of course. Did she sleep on a chain? She. We actually make her curl up like a dog. Like, <laughs> in that, like, weird, like, kidney bean style yeah. uh, laying down. That's how she <laughs> is forced to sleep. It's wild. She must be very small. Very, very specific requests. Do you bring her into the bedroom? No. 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 God, it's no. Not, of course not. not that kind of slave. No, we don't, we're not going to intermingle. No, I'm not going to break the eugenic stream. No, God, I've been I've worked so hard for this fucking gene pool. Are you kidding me? <laughs> um, you, is no, that, is gotta... this your way of telling us that you are going to have a child? No, no, it is not. It is not. <laughs> okay, I just was. You keep just you keep throwing content at me, and I just keep just saying no, nope. Not, no, no, I'm we, not. No, we have no the pitcher catcher relationship where you just keep proposing pitches and I just keep shaking them away. Nope. No nope, content. Nope. No, we're nope. Good. No babies. Nope. Uh, no slaves. Nope. Uh, <laughs> no, we got a, a white duvet cover that I think was three weeks ago. And I've had to bring this thing to the fucking laundromat like five <laughs> times. Like every other day, we get some shit on it. Yeah, there, this morning, walked in, cat vomited all over it. It was awesome. It was fantastic. So, yeah, I didn't have a chance to ask her any questions because I was busy washing cat vomit out of a white duvet cover for the fifth time this month. Oh, God. Let's just get a black one and forget. And I really forget think it. we maybe made a mistake. You know, I think maybe we uh, we should have just gotten, like, a, just, uh, like a taupe one or, uh, or, or a burnt orange or something because that seems to be what everything that fucking lands on this thing is. Here's what you do. Just go to Target and get the comforter. Don't get a cover for it. Just just get okay. the just the comforter. Just get the the down substitute comforter. Mm-hmm. That's what I get. Oh, that's it. That that's actually the end. That is the beginning and end of your suggestion is to just get a comforter. No, they have the that. down comforter, the down alternative comforter. 
which I think is plenty warm, plenty big, and you don't have to worry about it. But you, there's no there's no cover. You just use as is. Yeah. Raw. And, and how do you wash it? Mm. You just take it to lunch, mate. You throw it in. You, you're like, well, hope that works. And you mm. walk away whistling. Wash it. And I haven't figured that part out I'm yet. I'm not sure I've ever washed a comforter. Hmm. I just put it away, and then I bring it out the next year. Mm, Jesus. <laughs> hey, come on. You know, I spend a lot of my life by myself with no I one to impress. That that this has not been cleaned properly and been sitting in a closet all year funk to be one of the worst smells. You just get a can of Lysol. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and you, go, you do it before you go to work. Make it wet with Lysol. You come home, it smells like a, a, you know, it smells like a field of lilies. Wow. See, you don't, you don't have so, to always do this washing. It's a window into your life. Holy shit. You don't have to wash all the time. It's a waste of resources. <laughs> and you get all that detergent goes right into the water supply. I have been doing for like two weeks now military showers. It's been uh, me too. It's been nice in the morning. I have to get, be there by eight. Ugh. First thing, just on super cold, wet down, off lather, on super cold. That's it. That's it. Get the fuck out. That's it. Really nice. That's all I got. <laughs> that's all, that's all Andrew's got. Now it's going to be twenty minutes of me talking about my favorite type of music. So uh, since Andrew left. Uh, I'm going to talk about the band Sailboat. Oh, no. Oh, oh I'm back. Oh, Look back. at that. Look wow. what happened. Oh, Look sorry. how that happened. That's crazy. Sorry, Holy man. shit. They were Pitchfork's, named Pitchfork's favorite band of the year, Sailboat. Oh, Jesus There's also Christ. a band out there called Aftercare. Great. Both really good. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Great names. Good names. Oh, <sighs> my God. All right, do you want to pull the plug in this fucking stupid bullshit that we do every week? This stupid fucking nonsense that we uh, we pretend we still enjoy? Why, you don't like it anymore? No, I just wish this was over. Really? Every day. <laughs> are, you, are you for real? Every day, I just want to call and be like, no mas. Ya basta. Oh, my God. Ya basta podcast. God, that's awful. I'll start the ya basta podcast. No, I'm actually, I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled that... We made the plan to record tonight, yes. and we did it. I know. Let's do it next week, and then we can have a... I think that's a good idea. I'm having a real issue. I noticed this a couple days ago. I'm having a real discipline problem. I noticed and it, too. Not, <laughs> I'm not getting things done. I'm just not getting them done in a timely fashion. Like this fucking rent check bullshit. I'm waving a check around like you can see it right now. That's why I don't I, like my discipline level. That's why so, I texted you at 7.40 this morning. It was like, tonight's the night. Do what you got to do. So here's the deal. Oh, you, you really did. Yeah, I <laughs> should send a fucking screen cap of that. That is a legitimate thing. Um, what is it? It's, it's Wednesday the 7th. So this episode will go up. On 9-11. This episode will go up on 9-11. Perfect. This will go up on 9-11 at 11-11 a.m. Okay. I believe in you. I think you could do it. What day is 9-11? What day of the week is that? Sunday. Sunday. Perfect. All right. Yep. Which means that we record the next podcast on 9-12 at 8 p.m. At 8 p.m. Boom. 
Let's do it. All right. Mark Sunday, your calendars. Sunday release, Monday record. It gives you all week to get it up. Perfect. That's our new plan. Let's see if we can stick to it for the rest of the year and be prolific. I love a good stick to. Let's stick to. You know, even if it's a Sunday and you're like, we still got to do it. Or Monday when you've got a lot of shit going on. I can wait. Always a lot of shit on Monday, but that's whatever. I'm I'm getting back into the fucking swing of things. I'm going to stop this bullshit I'm doing. Let's get. Let's make the biggest podcast in the world. It's <laughs> brought to you by Fidelity Investments. Hey, Andrew, I've got a lot of money laying around. I don't know what to do with it. Do you? This yeah, I have thousands, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1, $1,
Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, well, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show. Wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today, and uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts.